five clubs because if you do own any Manchester United assets, then you probably aren't very serious about FPL. Welcome to the All Things FPL podcast. My name is Spice and I will be your host for today's episode. And we are going to kind of be doing a Game Week 3 recap. We're going to talk about rotation risks and the potential move of a wild card already after a lot of players had a very, very horrible game week, myself included, as I am currently sat on 30 points with a game week rank of 7.1 million. Now, granted, I do have Mo Salah, Luis Diaz, and Alexander-Arnold to go on with, but nonetheless, uh, it is going to probably go down as a poor game week because most players do have two or three Liverpool anyways, so they won't really give me that huge of an increase. Now, we are coming off of what was a very, very crazy, crazy, crazy game week. Uh, as far as just Premier League goes, uh, just kind of going through some of the scores. Uh, Saturday was pretty good. We had some good matches with Spurs winning 1-0. A uh, little bit of worrisome for how slow they started in that first half, but they ended up getting the win. Uh, Palace beat Villa. Uh, another Villa loss, which is interesting considering how quick they started out the preseason. Uh, Fulham took out Brentford, which I find really interesting because I really like the Brentford assets. Uh, and again, the Fulham at attacking assets look even better. Leicester City lost again 2-1 to Southampton. Uh, Leicester assets just look more and more not appealing or less and less appealing, however you want to say it. Uh, Arsenal beat Bournemouth pretty comfortably. They could have probably had a couple more goals, but uh, still pretty routine for them. Leeds upset Chelsea 3-0. Now, this is where some of the madness happens. I guess all three results on Sunday, you could just say, are a little bit, you know, crazy. Uh, Leeds just brought the game to Chelsea, took him out. Uh, Rodrigo scores again, gets an assist. We're going to talk about him in a little bit. Uh, Brighton took out West Ham, and West Ham now have zero points from a possible nine. They sit in dead last, and they'll probably be in dead last unless Liverpool take out United by a lot of goals tonight. Uh, and then Manchester City and Newcastle United drawing three all, which was a hell of a game to watch. And if you didn't, I feel sorry for you. You definitely should. Could have been game of the season that we watched there yesterday. So let's get into it. Uh, we're going to talk about rotation risk today because. After the game yesterday uh, between City and Newcastle, Pep came out and says now he has one game a week referring to Holland. I will tell you now when we have games every three days that Erling will not play. I will play Julian Alvarez. So yeah, rotation risk is on its way as midweek football begins this week. Uh, for most of the lower league clubs or the lower table clubs in the Premier League, uh, the EFL Cup is starting, which means you know, all that good cup play begins. Well, the big clubs have another week or so until the Champions League starts. Um, I think it's two weeks until then. Uh, but we have Premier League fixtures next week in the midweek. So, you know, midweek football is going to be here until the World Cup, which means a lot of football is going to be played. And it's also worth mentioning, I just need to say, Manchester City are traveling to Barcelona this Wednesday to play some, like, fundraiser friendly cup or whatever it is. I don't know what it is, except for Barcelona trying to get some extra cash or something. I have no idea. Anyways, Game Week 3 is wrapped up. Uh, like I said, Liverpool and Man United haven't played yet from the podcast coming out. So once they do, of course, um, 
the game week will be complete, but I feel like we know we know who what the assets are from both those sides, so I feel like it doesn't really require a review. Anyways, we're going to start Erling Haaland, our first big rotation risk. I'm going to kind of share some guys I think are going to be rotation risks for you guys as far as FPL assets go with big ownership. And then we can talk about some alternatives that you guys can kind of move on to. Uh, because for me, Erling Haaland is someone I don't want in my team. I don't want someone who's going to be a rotation risk nonstop. You know, someone who will play 20 minutes in a game, 45 minutes, 60 minutes. I want guys who are going to be playing 90 minutes or 80 minutes every single time. And Holland is going to be a guy that's going to have a lot of scattered minutes, especially with, you know, we're going to have the Carabao Cup, the EFL Cup. We're going to have FA Cup in the winter. We're going to have Champions League. We have the World Cup. Now, the nice thing about Holland and Salah and some of these guys, they don't have a World Cup, which means maybe they'll play a little bit more. But Holland is injury prone, which means, of course, he is going to have he's going to have more rotation just because they're going to try to preserve him. So the first alternative I like to Holland is Kane. Kane will definitely play more matches this season than Holland will, but with the arrival of Richarlison, of course, Kane is, of course, going to be a rotation risk. Now, Kane will play 80 to, nine, 80 to 90 minutes every single week, really. I don't see why he wouldn't. I think Son and Kulisevsky are more rotation risked than Kane is, so I like Kane, uh, but some people aren't a big fan of Kane, and... You know, if you think he's going to be rotated, I think these two will probably be much better options because they will play 100% of their games. And it's Ivan Tony and Callum Wilson. Neither of them have European football to play. And Callum Wilson, he's not going to play in the EFL Cup with Chris Wood at the club. He'll only stay and play the Premier League matches. Tony has been terrific to start this season. He's returned every single match so far. He had a goal last time around against Fulham. He probably should have had two. He's literally offside by a hair. And uh, Tony looks great. They have great fixtures coming up. Callum Wilson, he's also looked good. He's had two goals to start this season. He's owned by only 3% of FPL managers, which is really, really low. He could be a great differential. Newcastle have a great run from 4 to 10. The only match that's bad in that is they have Liverpool in game week 5. But after that, they look really good. Both these forwards could be great options. But you can't really get rid of Gabriel Jesus because he's owned by 80% of the game, man. So 80% of the game, that's pretty freaking high. What is it right now? 80. It's going to be 81% by the time this episode probably goes live. And you just can't get rid of Jesus because if you do, you are screwed when he scored. Now, the next kind of rotation risk players that we have are the Chelsea fullbacks and wingbacks and all the top six really fullbacks and wingbacks because those guys are doing the most work, of course. Now, start off, we'll, we'll start with the Tottenham ones, Perisic. He's a great example of why you need to be careful. This guy was extremely hyped up heading into, you know, this season, and then he returned nothing for the first two matches. Of course, he did end up getting, I think it was an assist last match, and of course, he returned an 11-pointer. He's a great asset. He just doesn't play enough, and he. His rotation is going to cause you more headaches than, you know, joy. Um, but he's a great example of why you need a playing defender on your bench before we even get into anyone else. You need to have a playing defender on the bench, whether it's Nico Williams, who I think is the best option. His XG is off the charts. He's attacking wise. He's the most likely of the, all the defenders to return for you, which is surprising because he does play for Nottingham Forest, but he is a great bench option. 
Anyways, talking about some more of the defenders, we'll start off with the Chelsea ones. The first one I think that is going to be safe for you is Reese James. I think Cucurella and Chilwell, I think they're going to rotate between the two of them. Cucurella could play, uh, you know, left center back. And I think that could be an issue now that Koulibaly is suspended for the next match. I think Cucurella could play left center back for the next match. So, I don't know. I think Reese James, I think he's going to stick at right wing back. I think Tuchel has realized that him at right center back hurts them offensively so much. Chelsea cannot score goals without their defenders coming up and helping them. And Reese James, for the few minutes that he has played in the attack uh, against Leeds, he put in a few crosses. He looked very good. For the few minutes that he played against Tottenham as a right wing back and not a right center back, he scored a goal. And again, looked very good he looked very dangerous I think Reese will play up there he's he's kind of essential to their team now and uh, he's only going to set out one or two matches as I said there's no one that can really play right wing back Loftus-Cheek didn't look good at right wing back uh, last week I think it was Aspie who played he just no one looks as good as Reese James does at right wing back and with UCL depending how the groups go if Chelsea get us a, a weaker group or something Maybe they get rotated in those UCL fixtures rather than the Premier League ones. Uh, the Premier League, it, it it looks really close right now, and I think it'll be tougher to win the Premier League than it will be to win the group stage in the Champions League. So I think a lot of those teams will keep that in mind that are playing there. Jao Cancelo is another one who will probably play every single game. Kyle Walker doesn't look very essential to that team he, he of course he's gonna play but he doesn't look like he'll play every single game especially with new signing Sergi Gomez there Jao Cancelo can play either side Sergi Gomez could play left back and Cancelo will play right not to mention Kyle Walker may get a break after being absolutely destroyed by say Maximin on Sunday uh, but even the center backs are kind of tough Ruben Diaz was benched this game he did come on because Ake went off injured but the center backs aren't even safe either. I mean, last season we saw none of John Stones, and looks like Stones is going to be like the first choice right now. Uh, he's the only one that, you know, isn't looking like he'll be rotated. So it's really tough to kind of see. On the Liverpool side of things, Trent is, of course, the safest pick of the two fullbacks. Simicast has actually come on and rotated with Robertson a little bit as far as substitution goes, and I'm sure we'll see Simicast start probably a few games. Uh, Robbo, of course, for the big games will come on and play, but I, I don't think, I think Robbo's only finished one of the games since the Community Shield. I want to say Simikas has come on and finished the game off every single time. And of course, Trent doesn't have any competition with the exit of Nico Williams, so you know, his spot is pretty solidified. I also think Virgil van Dijk is another decent one you can add into your side. I think he is a very safe choice. He'll play all the games. He will not be a risk to rotation um, just because Liverpool don't have any other fit center backs, really, aside from like Joe Gomez. Now, Virgil van Dijk will be good. He'll play every game. I highly doubt Klopp will kind of go around that. Now, I do want to talk about Sun because Sonny's been off to a slow start, as we talked about. Richarlison came on uh, last match against Wolves and he took Sun off rather than Kulisevsky or Kane. Which I think people were a little surprised about that. But Richarlison is more comfortable on that left-hand side. And um, Kulusevsky is a little bit safer for that reason alone. But Sun has just been kind of slow to start the season. And I mean, I Antonio Conte, he likes to play 
you know, who's hot. He, he did that with Daherty last season, we saw. And Kulusevsky's had a great start to the season. Son has not. So I think Son is that first rotation risk guy of cross the three usual forwards. And I think Richarlison will get his start very, very soon. It's hard for me to believe that Son won't really start. I don't think Richarlison will. Um, I don't think he'll start just yet. I think when the midweek games start, then you'll see their rotation come in. So for game week four, Sun owners will probably be safe, but be careful with that because it'll be interesting. City midfielders, I, I couldn't tell you. Foden looked like, you know, he could have been very good as he could play all the positions. KDB is the obvious choice for the most, like locked into his spot, but you never know. I, I would have told you Gundogan was the best choice to go with, but Bernardo Silva's not going to Barcelona anymore. Uh, Grealish looked decent, but now, you know, he didn't play at all against Newcastle. Uh, Mahrez didn't play at all against Newcastle. So, you know, it, it's always just a pain with those City guys. But I do like Foden. I think he's the best 8.0 option just because he can play all the positions across that midfield. As far as, like, any other clubs go, Arsenal... I don't really see much rotation going on with the Arsenal guys. Uh, Martinelli looks pretty nailed to a spot. Saka's been off to a slow start, but I find it really, I find it hard to believe that Arteta will take Saka off for anybody. Jesus is pretty much locked in, but Nketiah could definitely come on and play 75 minutes instead, and Jesus could only have a cameo. But like I said, with Jesus' ownership, it doesn't really matter. You need to keep him in your side. Looking at Chelsea, I doubt any of you guys have Chelsea assets at this point. If you do, probably get rid of them. Mason Mount was a popular choice. I don't think anybody has them. Liverpool ones, there's not enough fit midfielders to really rotate between any of them anyways. And uh, I think that's it for the top five clubs. Because if you do own any Manchester United assets, then you probably aren't very serious about FPL. So let's move on and talk about the next thing. And that is wild card because a lot of people have considered after a poor game week now again it's really wild card is very team dependent i guess i used mine actually heading into this week because my team was a little bit too different and i was off to a really slow start but if you are close to the average if you have like 30 to 40 points your team has good fixtures next week don't bother. The template has really good matches next week anyways. I'd imagine most people have a template team at this point. I mean, for me, I I don't think any of my players play a team that's really good aside from City playing Crystal Palace, which I think Crystal Palace will give them a run for their money. The rest of them, are they're playing complete stinker teams. I mean, Liverpool play Bournemouth, Arsenal play Fulham, Tottenham play uh, Nottingham Forest, Brentford play Everton... Chelsea play last two have been very poor. So, I mean, if you guys have these good fixtures, a wild card isn't worth it. But you definitely could consider, you know, making that move rather soon. But again, it's just, it's not really, it's not worth it. I wouldn't take the risk just yet if I were you guys. Definitely hold on to it. Unless your team is falling apart, you don't have any of those essential guys. Or, you know, you you cannot field a full 11. Anyways, if you guys made it to the end of this pod, please... Drop a follow for, you know, wherever you're listening to. Drop a like. Leave a review. Give me give the five stars if you uh, can do that. I don't even know how the ratings work on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Uh, consider subscribing to the newsletter, which is, you know, two emails a week about a bunch of FPL stuff, similar to what we talk about on the podcast. Uh, there's a link in the description. If you guys are watching on YouTube, please drop a like. Subscribe to the channel. 
Thank you guys for uh, watching. Good luck this week, and I will see you later this week with our Game Week 4 preview. Yeah.